Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most. I'm the bomb. It is March 12th, 2021. And yeah, halfway through March. It's exciting. Uh, super exciting. Uh, we're just, you know what? I'm not gonna do like any movie news really or any of that extra. I got just got a lot of video game news. And then in the anime news section, I got a lot of hype reminders. A lot of hype for spring and summer coming on. Got a couple movie movies coming out, movie news, things like that. So that's exciting. And then at the end, I kind of want to talk about um, the Digimon card game. Um, just because like some things I've noticed. And not just the Digimon card game, but just like, just like an opinion on like how things are being released and thing and with how the pandemic affected that stuff just from personal observation so it's like you know take it with a grain of salt because it's just an opinion you know what i mean it's like you know i could be wrong about a lot of things too so but i just thought that'd be interesting just because i spent a lot of today trying to like coordinate with some of like the local gaming community on how to acquire some digimon stuff and i'll tell you more about it but anyway let's get into it shall we we'll do the non-anime news first and then we'll take a break and then clock in into the anime news i came across this article on game informer called the spring buying guide 2021 and i thought that was really cool so i was like let's take a look at this um here's an xbox controller um samsung galaxy buds live i thought these buds looked really cool i do have a friend who is a tech youtuber who might do a review on these or he might have already done a review on them and i'm gonna watch um, but if you just go to YouTube and type in Dwayne Mims or Wayne Train, um, you'll find his channel. Um, he's always buying, like, phones and tech accessories, things like that, like um, waterproof speakers, like, buds, things like that, phone cases. And it's it's really funny. His, his, uh, his partner is my, one of my best friends, Linda, and they're – Oh, he's, she's like, the only reason I have this phone is because, like, you know, he keeps buying phones. He's like, hey, you want an iPhone X? Here you go. Like, and it's just, it's hilarious. But he might do a review on these, and I'm, I kind of, like, I know he will because it's it's a Galaxy thing. So, Cyber Shoes Gaming Station, control movement and rotation in VR with this fascinating new solution as your leg movements correlate directly to in-game actions. That is crazy. They're $400. Um, the 8-Bit Doe Arcade Stick for Switch and Windows. I mean, I've seen reviews of this on YouTube. It's a really cool arcade stick, and it makes it very easy for you to switch out the buttons and or joystick. Um, the joystick, like the, so the top pad, or the top, not pad, but the top, uh, what would you call that, board? The top, uh, you know, the top part where the buttons come out and the joystick comes out. Um, the way it's built underneath is it's, it's, it's built with like these lined thin plastic walls shaped in different ways. So you can fit any kind, pretty much any kind of joystick in there, like a Simitsu, a Sanwa JLF, like in there, the other kinds, I forgot the other names of the other ones, but like basically any kind of shape of the joystick plate will fit in there, which is really cool. You really can't go wrong with an arcade stick like that for $90, especially one that works with the Switch. So it only works for the Switch and Windows. I've seen people do mods on them where they put a Brooks board in there so it works for the PS4 and Xbox as well. But for $90, 
I mean, you really can't go wrong. It's a really nice arcade stick. I'm definitely thinking of picking one out myself and just replacing the buttons and the the, the gate in the joystick. I love it. Um, iPhone 12, nobody cares. Uh, tabletop BBB card case. This thing is fucking cool. I mean, it's it's seventy three dollars, but like it looks so dope. You you kind of can like, I mean, it's it it basically is like a steel or not maybe not steel metal. Oh, metal. It's metal. It's a metal black uh card case, and you can put like your deck boxes, your cards. You know, you look like fucking Kaiba up in this bitch. And also at the website Card King Pro where you can buy it, you can also buy it, like, by putting, like, a custom – well, like, you can put a custom logo on it. Like, they'll do it for you, which I think they do with, like um, – they probably do it with, like, UV printing in the metal. Um, otherwise, I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm okay with, like, the standard, like, zipper ones, you know, but this looks really sweet, especially, um, you know, if you're carrying around uh, – expensive cards you know you don't want them to shuffle around too much um x-men mutant insurrection a cooperative dice driven card game that lets you choose between 16 of the most memorable children of adam as they set out on a scenario driven mission um and you can buy it on fantasy flight games it is 55 dollars. it looks pretty fun and it comes with like these it comes with like these little kind of paper x-jet things and you can put the x-men on them and um, yeah, it's like a build a card games or, you know, so it's like all the cards you need are in the, the game. Hues and Cues, which is a colorful party game that offers novel challenges for players, but it's simple enough for family and friends to enjoy with little to no introduction to, or prior game experience. Players are challenged to use one or two word clues to describe a specific color that is part of a massive grid of 480 hues. The other players then try to guess which color you mean, and points are determined by how close everyone gets, and that's 25 bucks. Uh, some Pathfinder things, Bloodborne, the board game. This looks really fun. Comes with like these little miniatures as well. Um, RPGs. There's a new cyberpunk RPG, uh, book. So, uh, that is $60. Uh, some Super Nintendo hats. Got some clothes here. Um, that's fine and everything. Uh, some cool figures. Final Fantasy Omega Meister quality figure, $230. Um, artwork created based on uh, figures created on the artwork, but based on the artwork by Yoshitaka Amano. Uh, Ghostbusters Spangler's Neutrona wand, that's pretty sweet. A scorpion bust from Mortal Kombat. Uh, some Funko Pops, but I know y'all hate those. Uh, I also saw someone tweeted or someone tagged me in the Discord earlier today and and a couple weeks ago. They they two people different people posted it. They're coming out with this figure where it's like a Godzilla. But it's Mechagodzilla, but it's in the color scheme of Ava Unit 1. So it's like an Ava Unit 1 Mechagodzilla. Super sick. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you guys would enjoy that. That's pretty cool. So new Halo Infinite details reveal dynamic weather, more engaging enemy encounters, and more. A new video dropped um, called Hashtag Ask343 Halo Infinite. Um, It looks really amazing, man. This looks really cool. I'm really excited to to, uh, see this. Um, some things confirmed not to be in Halo Infinite include no dual wielding, no playable elites, no hostile wildlife. Um, I don't know if that bothers anyone. I'm not sure. I'm just reporting it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Um, the This is a review. Uh, this game has already been out for a while, but it's coming to the Switch 
now, which I also did not know about. So I might have to cop because I love Crash Bandicoot. Um, Loop Hero sells 500,000 copies already. And and new improvements are on the way. I've seen a couple people on our Discord who have been playing. It launched on March 4th. It does look super fun. I definitely want to cop for sure. Um, what What is this on? Is this on the Switch? I don't even know what this is on. Loop Hero. It looks super fun. Honestly. Super, super fun. Slay the Spire. I also heard Slay the Spire was good. Was a good... Uh, was a good game. Hold on a second, you guys. Let me search this right quick. Oh, it's on Steam. Oh, it's on, it's just on Steam and compu- on the computer. Okay. Well, shit. I might have to cop, you guys. Um, let's see. Mortal Kombat movie offers first look at Cabal. He, he does look really cool. And it was announced today that it, it now has an R rating, which I figured as much because the trailer we got... You know, people's arms and shit was getting ripped off and everything like that. Arguably the coolest news that I've I've read this past week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge trailer. Um, it's a new side-scroll beat-em-up game brought to you by Dotemu and Tribute Games. Tribute Games, they made um, Wizorb and Mercenary Kings uh, with Paul Robertson being the pixel artist who did it and the designer who did it. And um, Dotemu who they recently did Streets of Rage 4, um, having worked on Scott Pilgrim vs. Oh, they did, yeah, tri- awesome tribute games also did Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, and with along with Dotemu as well. Um, but yeah, they're basically, it's basically another, uh, it's pixel-based, and it's a side-scroll beat-em-up, uh, str- uh, you know, side-scroll beat-em-up of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It looks amazing. It looks so good. I'm so excited for this, and I can't wait. Um... I don't it doesn't say I think it just says sometime in 2021 is when it's coming out but I'm excited I mean I I really really like what Dotemu did with Street Fighter Streets of Rage 4 and I really like I really love tribute games and I love Wizard and Mercenary Kings Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons Build-A-Bear line announced that is pretty exciting I love Build-A-Bear I have not been to a -A Build-A-Bear in a long time Um, but you know for for 40 bucks you know 30 to pretty much anywhere from 25 to 50 bucks you get a really nice stuffed animal customized however you want dressed however you want um i can only assume that there's just this is going to be some like uh some of the characters you know like probably isabel and um whatever but yeah also the the mario stuff uh is now available which i think it was available like last week <clears throat> but I already got some of it. You have to order it through the Nook ATM, and I'm you can order, only order five things at a time, and there's like 30-some things, so I'm trying to order everything so I have it before they uh, take it away, which I don't know when that is going to be. I think it's like end of March. But also, uh, March 18th is when the Hello Kitty stuff comes, so there you go. And you can also buy some St. Patrick's Day stuff now, which is kind of like... I don't really care about that, but you know, Capcom warns of fake Resident Evil Village early access invites. Yeah, do not download any files or reply to any emails. That is not, you know, just don't. Okay, don't. Uh, you can go to Capcom.com or their Twitter for more details. Speaking of Resident Evil, 
they revealed a kind of a little teaser poster where it kind of just looks like a dark forest. Um, and it's coming out in September by Johannes Roberts, uh, who is set to direct. Uh, he has done, what else has he done? Let's see. Let me look. Let me look at his IMDb. IMDb. Oh, he did a bunch of other horror movies, Dark Hunters, Storage 24, 47 Meters Down, uh, Turn Your Bloody Phone Off, a bunch of random horror movies that I have no idea what they're even about. Okay. Alrighty. Some of these look like straight-to-video bad movies, but we'll see. You know, some people, you know, and, I mean, it's supposed to be more in line with, like, the actual, you know, Resident Evil game. So, like, the poster has the force and it has like the characters' names on it, like Leon Kennedy, Claire Redfield, Chris Redfield, Ada Wong, uh, William Birkin, Albert Wesker. So we'll see. Hopefully it's more kind of like to the source material, which I think is what people wanted in the first place, obviously. But the Overwatch Pachi Marchi uh, challenge is now live. If you don't know who Pachi Marchi is, uh, Pachi Marchi is the little stuffed... Uh, what is it, like a bud or a flower or something? It looks like a fucking octopus jellyfish goober thing. And it's this really cute, like, character, like, fiction within the fiction kind of thing. Um, you see it often in the vending machines, the arcade machines in the the Hanamura level. And so, like, you can get skins, um, which is a roadhog skin, um... And he just looks really cute. And his tattoo on the front is a Pachimari. Really funny. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Live-action Dynasty Warriors movie trailer revealed. That is pretty exciting. Uh, It does look really cool. I watched the trailer uh, earlier this morning, and it's pretty sweet. I'm pretty excited. Um, It's supposed to be kind of... I think it's supposed to be based somewhat on, like, the first two games. I'm not totally sure. But, I mean, any kind of, like, you know, war, feudal, China war, dynasty action shit I'm into. I love that. I love the big swords they use and the the thin swords they use. So, so dope. So dope. Um, Gogeta, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta is now live on Dragon Ball Fighters. He is the fifth character of the Fighters Pass Season 3. Season 3 Fighter Pass. So, we, so now we have Kefla. Ultra Instinct Goku, Master Roshi, Super Baby 2, and Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty sweet. I don't remember if there was going to be a sixth character, but some people were saying, like, hey, you should put uh, Omega Shenron because you already have Super Baby in there. Might as well. Um, but yeah, speaking of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot new DLC shows Trunks, the Warrior of Hope, which I believe is the History of Trunks uh, movie or OVA or whatever it is, um, where it's like in that alternate future where everyone everyone has died and it's just Trunks and Gohan. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite like moments in Dragon Ball Z, honestly. Super cool. King of Fighters 15 game reveals trailer for Yuri Sakazaki, the youngest of the Sakazaki clan. I don't. I can't. I can't, I gotta tell you, I'm not that excited for King of Fighters 15. As soon as like King of Fighters 14 dropped, and the gameplay looks fun, I just don't care for like how it looks as a game. When you have something that was so beautifully done, 
in like the way it looked in King of Fighters 12 and 13. It was just so amazing the way it looked. And now we're kind of going to like this 2D, 3D look. And I get it. Okay. Like, you know, whatever. But it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I do not like it. Record of Lotus War, Deed Lit in Wonder Labyrinth Games. Full version launches March 27th. Um, This is a 2D style Metroidvania game based on Record of Lotus War, which is super sick. Um, I have not watched any Record of Lotus War really that much. I watched a few like things and maybe I think a movie when I was a kid. Um, and I don't really remember too much of what it's about, but I know it's super epic. So it's really cool. They're still keeping alive with this game. I don't know what it's based on, if it's based on, like, the manga or anime or whatever. But any Metroidvania game is just really fucking cool anyway. So, anyway, that's literally all the non-anime news I have. Yeah, see, not too much, guys. Not too much, because, like, a lot of the movie news that I had going on, I was like, this is all stuff I've been saying for, like, the past two months. Like, I don't need to repeat this stuff, you know what I mean? But if you want to hear movie news um, that you... Uh, or maybe hearing rumors about or something is going to be announced and you want me to catch it for you, I definitely will. So let me know, okay? That being said, uh, let's move on to the anime news. But first, let's take a small break right here. Boom, check that out for me, okay? And always links.animesummit.net. Everywhere that you need to follow Anime Summit is there, where to listen, where to subscribe. Also, patreon.com slash summit. Become a patron today. Give Smokey his wings. He will fly to your house and make you breakfast. Probably. I don't know. You'll have to ask when he gets there. Uh, but yeah, if you're a patron, thank you very much. I really much. I very much appreciate it so much. Um, you know, every time we get a new patron, that's just one step closer to us kind of doing this. You know, more full time, and that's what I want. And then I can just make more stuff, and it's gonna be amazing. So, thank you so much. Um. Before we start the... Oh, by the way, I forgot to upload the YouTube version of last week's episode, so I will be doing that tomorrow, okay? So, or well, actually today, as you're listening to this, it's, it should be up now. So for those of you who listen on YouTube, I am very sorry. But yes, I will be doing that. Um, let's get started on the anime news, but first, before I get started, former Toei animation producer uh, Tasuku Saito passed away. I think he passed away a couple days ago. Um, oh, no, February. It was February, so a couple weeks ago. He was 87 years old. He was a producer and planner at Toei Animation, um, beginning with Shonen Ninja Kaze no Fujimaru, uh, Gegege no Kitaro, Tiger Mask, uh, Hustle Punch, a bunch of those classics. So, yeah, a legend. He's been in the industry. He's been in the industry. You know what I mean? So we got to give this to him. This is for you, buddy. R.I.P. Tusky Saito. All right, let's get into it. I got a lot of anime news. I got more. This is like the first time I feel like I've had more anime news than non-anime news in a while. Um, I think I mentioned this already, but I'm not sure. This because this article on this version of it I'm reading came out today. But Crunchyroll Expo goes virtual for its 2021 event. They announced on Friday that this year's Crunchyroll Expo convention will be a virtual event from August 5th to 7th, in order to emphasize the health of attendees, staff, exhibitors, and guests. The event staff will reveal more details for Virtual Crunchyroll Expo 2021 next month. Customers who rolled over their tickets from the 2020 Expo can roll them over again for next year's in-person event, regardless if the price changes, or they can request a full refund. Um, 
So yeah, uh, which is kind of nice. That's I mean that's how it should be done. I think. I mean, you know, because I think a lot of people thought back then when they were canceling events and turning them virtual. I think a lot of people thought, oh well, you can roll them over to next year because next year will be fine. And obviously, we're not one hundred percent there yet. So, um, I think there was some, there were some. Remember last week when we talked about it? Was it last week or the week before? There was a couple of cons. There was like a con that was going virtual. And if you had rolled it over, it was going to be for that thing. And it's like, well, I rolled it over to be an in-person thing. I didn't roll it over for it to be another virtual thing. You know, so that kind of sucks. Um, I guess some people won't mind. But, you know, some people might. You never know. So, um, but yeah, that's really cool. So you can roll it over again. Or you can just get your refund if you, you, you know what I mean? So it really depends. I would just roll it over again if I were you. You know, if you if you rolled it over from 2020, I would just roll it over again and then just attend the, the virtual one. And, you know, so, yeah, there you go. August 5th through 7th. OK, so I'll, I'll be sure to remind you as the date gets closer on the newscast. OK, uh, Bonoka Magica Anime gets 10th anniversary event on April 25th. Wow. Really? It is not. This anime is not 10 years old. Is it really? January 7th, 2011. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I guess, no, that's right, because, like, one of the first Weishwartz decks I got was the English... The first One of the first decks that come out in English was Monica Magica. So, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Oh, my God. I'm old. Anyway, Madaka Majaka. 10th anniversary event on April 25th. So that's pretty sweet. There you go. Uh, Shadows House anime cast Saori Onishi, Mai Nakahara, and Rie Kugimiya. This is the one with the fucking dolls. They got no faces and shit. Um, so that's happening in spring. That is next season. Blue Reflection Ray TV anime adds four more cast members. Uh, some cute girls. I think this is like a Yuri. Um, oh no, it's the it's the one based off the PS4 game, Blue Reflection, and it's like this really cute girls, magical girl shit. Looks super cool. Uh, you know what? I've never played the game, uh, but you know what? I'll take it in anime form. I'm I'm okay with that. <clears throat> We got a new Tokyo Revengers teaser today and a new key visual. I am so excited for this. I mean, the characters look like their manga counterparts. They look great. And uh, I think it's Studio Mappa, right? Studio Mappa. There was a live action film happening, but it got delayed. And it's happening in 2021 instead of uh, 2020 when it was supposed to be. Um... I'm looking right now to see who the studio is. Hold on a second. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, no, Leiden Films. Sorry, Leiden Films. Um, but, you know, it does look pretty good. So, I mean, we have character designs out here for uh, Hayashi, uh, Smile, uh, Peiya-chan, Osanai. Really cool. Takamichi, obviously. Hinata, his girlfriend. Naoto, Mikey. Uh, Ken Ryuguji, Draken, Akun. Very awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to watch this. I'm so excited to to keep reading it. The, the newest chapter came out. Uh, they come out every Wednesday, and the newest chapter was wild. I'm so excited. Hell yeah! I've been I've been I, I've been talking about Tokyo Revengers for like 15 million years. Y'all got to read it. If you're not gonna read it, then get out of my house. All right. Uh, let's see. GQ, GQ Powerful Pro Yaku Smartphone Game gets web anime. 
Um, this has been a character for a while now, right? This little baseball chibi weird thing. They look like beans with bean hands. Uh, smartphone game debuted in 2014 and it's been downloaded 44 million times. This has been a thing for a while, right? It's by the same guy who made uh, Guru Guru, Magical Circle Guru Guru. I don't know why I even brought this up. This is weird. Nobody cares about that. That's fucking weird. Keep your hands off Azekin. On Gaku, March comes in like a lion. Win Media Arts Awards. The grand prize in the animation division went to Keep Your Hands Off Azekin. Excellence Award went to Violet Evergarden the movie. Um, that's pretty cool. Another one went to A Whisker Away, which I still haven't seen yet. Can't Face Johnson. Social Impact Award went to Haze Haseru Hatsuramade. Music video by Wabaku. New Face Award, The Man on the Shore, short anime by Daisuke Osasa. Um, and some other shorts. Uh, A La Mer Poussière, animated by short film by Héloïse Ferlet. Ferlot? Ferlot? Héloïse? Le Frenchy? I don't know how to say that. I wish I, I should study more French. Uh, manga Division, Grand Prize went to March Comes in Like a Lion. Excellence Award went to Innocent Rouge, or Innocent, yeah, Innocent Rouge. Um, Social Impact Award went to Golden Kamui. New Face Award went to Swingin' Dragon Tiger Boogie. Um, yeah, dude. My Broken Mariko as well. Really cool. Always cool to see stuff we like get awards. That's what's up, because that's obviously why we like it. It's so good. Uh, Seirei Gensouki, Spirit Chronicles TV anime video reveals 2021 premiere. Uh, this, I think this is based on a light novel. Uh, this is coming out. What did I, when did I say? What did I say? April? Oh no, it just says 2021. So not sure when sometime in 2021 based on a light novel, uh, Rio, a callous orphan boy living in the slums at only seven years old. He realizes he's actually the reincarnation of Haruto Amakawa, a Japanese university student with a tragic past while still reeling from this shocking epiphany. Ryo also comes to learn that he possesses extremely potent magical abilities and uses his new powers to solve the kidnapping case of a little girl. His good deed is acknowledged, and he is rewarded by being enrolled into a prestigious academy for noble children. All right. That's lame. It's always got to be some reincarnated as a poop or something. Anyway, Eden Zero anime video reveals more casts, and it's going to be premiering on Netflix streaming in 2021. So if you were excited for this, to watch like the dub or something that is going to be a Netflix jail. So you're going to have to, uh, you know, probably find other means to watch it. If you know what I mean, or if you have the VPN, you know, you can just use a VPN. Uh, I don't know who this LZ crimson character is, but she's fine as wine and she's got thick thighs and I need her to kick my ass. Actually, all these girls in this show kind of thick. Isn't this by the same guy who did a fairy tale and all that? I like these character designs. Maybe I should read it. You think I should read it? Hiro Mashima? You think I should read it? Let me know if you want me to read it. Have you read it? Anyway. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness CG anime reveals English and Japanese casts. Um, yeah, this looks really cool. This is coming in 2021 sometime. Um, it's about... Uh, it tells a story about the kids of Albert Wesker or something like that, and they move into New Raccoon City, and... Um, Leon is like the main character, I think. Leon Kennedy. So that's what's up. Leon, S. Kennedy, and Claire Redfield. 
Uh, yeah, dude. Leon's probably my favorite Resident Evil character. No lie. He's so badass. Um, Fairy Ranmaru, Anata no Kokoro, or Tatsukishimasu. Um, this is Magical Boys. Magical Idol Boys. Really cool. I'm really excited for this. This looks super fucking awesome. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find the, the, the premise. I can't find the premise. Uh, I will help your heart or something is what it's called. I, I don't know. Hold on. I can't. I, I, where's the premise? Tell me the premise. I think it's just like a, here, let me, let me click on the, the title. Here we go. Um, yeah, no, there's no, there's no, there's no premise. Is there, they haven't, there's no premise, but it's, it's, they're like these magical idol boys and they each have like their own, like really unique costume and it's like super, they look super cute and look super, they look super adorable. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, April. So yeah, next season, spring, there you go. Takanori Nishikawa performs opening theme for Thunderbolt Fantasy Show's third season. If you've never seen Thunderbolt Fantasy, you have to. It's the greatest anime of all time. You think me and Nick are trolling? We're not. I- I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. It is literally the coolest fucking anime of all time. If you disagree, then I need you to get out of my house. And if not, then I'll make Smokey get you out of here. All right? Final Evangelion film breaks IMAX opening day record in Japan. The film sold 539,623 tickets and made about 802, 802 million yen, which is about 7.3 million. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I am excited for this. I am very excited for that. Uh, Battle in Five Seconds After Meeting Anime debuts this summer. Shogakukan's manga One App revealed on Thursday that the television anime of Saizo Harawata and Miyoko Kosa- Miyako Kasiwa Daite 5BO Day Battle uh, manga will debut this summer. The story begins when uh, Akira Shironagi, a high school boy who loves games and Konpeito Sugar Candy, gets suddenly enrolled, embroiled in a battle by a mysterious girl who goes by the name Mion. Um, hell yeah, the original manga online before artist Miyoko Kasiwa launched a remake of the manga with new art. In Shogakukan's Ura Sunday webcomic service in 2015. Uh, yeah, it's got over 2 million copies in circulation. It does look really cool, by the way. Lupin the Third, the first altered carbon resleeved, win, uh, win, win VFX Japan Awards. The VFX Japan Awards announced this year's winners for its best award for each of its six categories. And the six categories are live action theatrical film category. Went to Keep Your Hands Up, Azekin, the live-action version, obviously. Animated theatrical film category, Lupin the Third, the first. Television distribution program anime CG category, Altered Carbon Resleeved. The game category went to Death Stranding. Commercial and promotional video category went to Millennium Parade's Fly With Me music video from Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Copics 2045. Leading edge visual effects category went to Soul Levante. Yeah, dude. That's exciting. We're going to watch Lupin the Third the First and review it for you, hopefully soon. The Ancient Magus Magus Brides uh, Kore Yamazaki launches new manga called Ghost and Witch. Very excited for that. And also, I believe we're uh, getting a new 
anime for Magus Bride soon, and it's going to a new studio as well. So I think previously, um, who was the studio before? Hold on. Let me look. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. The studio before was, oops, that is the English staff. That is not the Japanese staff. Uh, the Ancient Magus Bride anime alternative title. I cannot find it, you guys. Hold on a second. This is why I should just have Mal open at all times. Um, but the new studio is going to be Kara, I believe. So that's pretty. That's pre- oh, Wit Studio. There you go. <clears throat> Wit Studio. And the new studio will be, it says it right here, uh, Kazuaki Terasawa is directing the anime at Studio, oh no, it's not Kara, Kafka, Studio Kafka, uh, which is a new animation studio. So this will be their first thing. So that's really cool. So I'm excited for that. We'll get to see Bone Daddy. I'm all about Bone Daddy right now. Uh, also, this is this is going to be sick. This is going to be debuted April 29th on Netflix. So I'm excited about this. Yasuke, uh, six-episode anime um, by Studio Mappa. Um, the staff of LaShawn Thomas and Studio Mappa Yasuke anime. Um, if you don't know who Yasuke is, he is the first and only known black samurai. Like... And he is said to be one of the greatest known Ronins ever known, uh, as said by many other samurai uh, in history. In a war-torn field of Japan filled with mechs and magic, the greatest Ronin never known, Yasuke, struggles to maintain a peaceful existence after a past life of violence. But when a local village becomes a center of social upheaval between warring daimyo, Yasuke must take up his sword and transport a mysterious child who is the target of dark forces and bloodthirsty warlords. The story of Yasuke, the first African samurai who actually served the legendary Oda Nobunaga, will be released to the world. Yeah, so he. this is based on a real person. And uh, he was given the name Yasuke, and he, was, he served under Nobunaga. So some people get tired of hearing anime stories and manga stories about Nobunaga this, Nobunaga that. This is not one that you should miss because it's not even about Nobunaga. Really. It's about Yasuke. And it's really exciting. And they were going to make, I think we talked about it on the newscast probably like a year ago or so, they were going to make a live-action film about him and Chadwick Boseman was supposed to play him. And I don't know if they're doing it anymore now because obviously he passed away. And, uh, you know, R.I.P. R.I.P. the GOAT. But, like, yeah, that's really exciting. I'm excited for that. Um, LaShawn Thomas was the chief director and storyboarder and original creator of the anime Cannon Busters, if you guys remember that, that came out on Netflix. So that is pretty cool, uh, which I still haven't seen yet, but I heard it was really sweet. So I'm excited. Uh, so here's... Let's see. Let's do this. The World Ends With You anime. Got a new PV for that. The world ends with you. That is coming to. Um, I think this is this is not a Netflix thing, is it? I hope not. I don't think it is. 
Uh, oh, um, I think it's April because they're doing a special thing on April 2nd. So I assume after that it's when it's premiering. Uh, I cannot seem to find the date. But if you've never played the game, The World Ends With You, there is a Switch version out now. Um, oh, yeah, right here, April 2021. Um, so this anime, they announced this anime with it as well. So that's really cool. It's just called The World Ends With You, the animation. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Ghibli producer Hayao Miyazaki's How Do You Live films animation is half finished, he says. In an interview in December, they had said that the film was going to be 125 minutes long, so about two hours, and they're about halfway done, they said in a recent interview. So there you go. Uh, Hedy Akiyano directs music video for Hikaru Yutada's One Last Kiss, which is Yutada Hikaru, she did... Uh, if you don't know who that is, she did Simple and Clean for Kingdom Hearts, and she did Sanctuary and Don't Think Twice, and pretty much all the theme songs for Kingdom Hearts she did. And um, she did the the theme songs for the last three Evangelion movies, so I think uh, it was only right that she did the last one, and she came out with a music video for it, and Hideaki Yano directed it, so that's really sweet. Um, I've heard the song already. I have not watched this music video, but I've been a fan of Yutani Hikaru for a long time, um, long, long time. A lot of people will probably say the same because they've been, you know, they've loved her since Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's she's amazing. She's awesome. The fact that she's been doing music this long is awesome. Speaking of Hedekiano, there is a documentary coming out, which is supposed to be like a 75-minute TV special or something. Um that documents the last four years, the 40 years of him doing the last Evangelion movie. So, uh, that is pretty exciting. I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm hella excited for that. Probably almost just as much as excited for the movie itself. If not just as much or, or if not more, you know, so that is sweet. That is exciting. Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. With the pandemic, right? It's it's it it's weird because like we weren't sure how things were going to go down. And like like it's been it's like about a year ago today actually because Trisha's birthday is in 2 days, right? So last year Trisha was supposed to do like this amateur burlesque show. Hubba hubba, I know. Thick Thighs Save Lives. I was ready for that. We were going to go. She had invited all of our friends, and we were going to go. And then that was supposed to be on Friday the 13th in March. That's when the show was. And I was telling her that right like the day before, I was telling her, I was like, that's when like coronavirus stuff really started kind of flowing through America more. And as it was kind of rising in numbers before anything got locked down. This was like right before things got locked down. And I was telling her, I was like, I, because, you know, we were obviously rightfully so. We were more scared of it back then because we didn't know too much how it spread. I think we assumed that it spread. Uh, obviously, it spread dangerously enough to the point where we're in the predicament we are now, you know. Um, and I, we, we weren't sure who had it. You weren't, you're not, you're not going to know who has it because it takes a week to two weeks to, like, start doing stuff to you and things like that. And the day before, I remember. I think we went shopping that night or something. We came home and I'm making food in the kitchen. And I said, babe, 
I don't know if I want to do. I don't know if I want to go to your show. I don't think we should go. And she's like, "Are you like why?" And I told her I was like, "It's." I'm not trying to put fear into you, and I'm not trying to say like we need to rush to the store and get like 50 things of toilet paper or whatever. But, but look, I gotta tell you, this stuff that I'm reading on the news is a little scary, you know. And, um, she kind of was like, you know, maybe we shouldn't. So I, of course, I had friends in our local like performance and drag community in in, our, in the gay community that I was kind of like, I, I was messaging them and telling them, I don't know if we're going to go. And they were like, sure, no, we totally get it. Another person, another performer also already told us they weren't coming either. So the next day, I think Trisha had um, her girlfriend Kate over, our other girlfriend Kate over, and they just hung out come to find out that they canceled the show just because they were also afraid. And literally that week, that next week, we went into lockdown. Now, anyway, there's my little tangent. Or there's my little memory of that, of how that went down. So, uh, the, you know, we weren't sure how things were going to get, like things that were supposed to get released weren't. They got pushed. They got delayed. Video games, movies, card games. I think anyone who got it really worse, got it really bad, Digimon card game, okay? Been trying to get my hands on these cards for a while now. And they, you know, you know I've been hype about these. And obviously, how are you trying to release a tabletop game in the middle of a pandemic, you know? What do you do? You know? And obviously some game stores and stuff are opening up now for play, which I don't necessarily agree with. Um, but, you know, uh, it's it's tough. It's really tough. And uh, I think that that in the way that the pandemic has also slowed down distribution and slowed down delivery of products and things like that. It really fucked up the way this game was being distributed. So so much to the point where uh, scalpers are taking advantage. And the trial deck that I got, I paid like $22 for it on eBay. You know, these things I think are MSRP for $15 or something. And I joined a Facebook. I got invited to our local uh, Digimon community card game community facebook group i guess somebody made it like a uh a couple months ago and the the special booster version 1.5 was released today and after i picked up trisha from work she was like do you want to go to the store or do we need anything i was like yeah we got to go to the dollar store and i kind of want to go here because i want to see if they have the digimon card game and this is a big department store uh obviously and uh where they have card games and stuff you know and I, I was like, uh, it was Target, and we. I went up to the front where all the cards were. All the Pokemon cards are gone. All the Digimon cards are gone. And the guy told me he's like, yeah, one of our, the person who's in charge of like front end, product, um, they put it up all here yesterday and it was gone yesterday. And I even called a few of my local game stores today, and 
they were like, yeah, we haven't even gotten it yet. They gave us like a, a two month window of when we might get it. And I'm like, fuck. Damn, dude. And one store that's kind of like kind of far away from me got their stuff today. And a bunch of people went and got boxes, obviously. But I just it sucks. I I I feel like I'm missing out. Like I feel like when when I was playing Pokemon or White Schwartz, when new sets dropped, you know, I could always rely on my local game store to get them on time or I always had a chance to pre-order them and stuff like that. And I feel like Bandai did not give a lot of places you know enough product to for to allow people to pre-order and it's just really tough, you know, and it sucks because it's also the pandemic like slowing everything down too. So it's not their fault. And I really think I just was thinking about it today and I thought, well, they really should not have released this in the middle of a pandemic, this card game, you know, because this card game just started. And why would you want to premiere your brand new card game in the middle of a pandemic? You know, I mean, I'm not saying you can't play online. Like, obviously, you can use a webcam. You know, I've done it before. Me and me and uh, we, me and Joel, when we did cards in hand, we did that all the time. Um I just don't understand. It just seems seems really tough. And obviously, you know what? They probably had no choice, right? Because they were getting people hype in, in 2019 about it. You know what I mean? They were already building hype, and they were building hype in the beginning of 2020, and all of a sudden, boom, delayed. You know? So it sucks. It sucks. This whole pandemic sucks. Uh, at the same time, I think when you're building hype that much, it would have been a good idea to just make make as as much product as you could, you know, because uh, it just was not enough, you know, and I feel like and so many people and also because of the fucking YouTubers buying all the Pokemon stuff. I'm sorry, you all you mainstream. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if I get in trouble for this or get flack for this. All you mainstream YouTubers who don't even play the game. And are just buying Pokemon cards to make pack opening videos. I sincerely hope you become a collector or a player of some type after this. Because you're literally ruining it for people who actually play the game. You're literally ruining it for people who actually... The actual, you know, uh, Pokemon tubers who play the game and collect the cards. And you're ruining it for the kids. I, I, I'm, this is not, this is, I'm, not even, I'm not even exaggerating this. Today, when I was at Target in the aisle... Uh, a a guy and his his kid came up and was like was like oh it's all gone buddy and i was like no i think you have to ask a target staff member to get them for you because of all the and he was like oh dang he was like it's wild and i was like yeah i mean when i was i, I looked at his son i was like when i was his age same thing you had to go up to the cashier and ask for them you know they'd always they never used to always put them in the aisles like this and he was like that's crazy and, uh, you know, the kid wasn't upset or anything. He was just like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. But no, no, that's, that's, that's real shit. Like, I'm not even making that up. Like, it probably sounds like I'm making it up because I'm telling, you know, I'm going on a rant right now, but no, legit, that legit happened. That legit happened today when I was at the store and it just, it really sucks. I really want those, those fucking YouTubers, these, these fucking bitch tubers. 
I really want them to literally suck their own dick and fuck off. Like, you guys are such bitches. You're ruining it. You're ruining it for people. You know what I mean? You're you're legit kind of ruining it for people. And we, you know, we want to play people for people who actually want to play the game. People who actually want to collect the cards. You guys are being big bitches. You know? Come on. Come on, man. You know, I want to play the game. I got I got people in my Discord who want to play the game with me. And here you are just bitching it up, being bitches. You know? So it's just... On top of the pandemic and the kind of shaky release and everything like that, and you bitch tubers have to come in and swoop shit up like that? Nah. Fuck you guys. That's all I wanted to say. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Let me know what you think. Tell me if I'm being... Tell me if I'm overreacting. Tell me tell, tell me if I'm being kind of a bitch about it. You let me know. Uh, wherever. In Discord, uh, our Twitter, wherever you want. Okay? Other than that, that being said, thanks for listening every week. I love you guys so much. Um, I, I appreciate every one of you for listening every week and allowing me to do this every week. Always, always, always. I'll always love you. Always love you. So, that being said, I'm Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast. <laughs>